More life advice from Bob Dr. Maclevitis. This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is sponsored by Upstart, fair and fast personal loans. Go to upstart.com slash macvoices and find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. This is the second in a two-part conversation, a very wide-ranging conversation with Bob Dr. McLevitis, which is usually the way our conversations play out. This time, Bob offers a little bit of life advice for folks coming along and ways to get along in the working world. Let's go right back and let's hear from Bob. Your, your, your points about the tech industry, I hadn't exactly thought about it like that, but I mean, we've had some several guests on Mac Voices that, you know, they mentioned that they have remote team members, you know, sometimes a time zone away, sometimes a continent away. And, I, you know, that's not to say that, you know, especially large organizations don't have offices remotely, but it, you just don't get the same feeling that, you know, it's like it's a remote office. It's not. And the, yes, they're all team members, but. In most cases, it just feels like, yeah, they're also employees that work for the same company, as opposed to someone I really collaborate with and work with on a day-to-day basis. Well, I've had both, kind of. Um, And I feel like, you know, if, if I were working on something that required real time collaboration, this would work for us. You know, this would work for me. You could be anywhere. I don't care. As long as we can find a common time to get together once in a while and, and you know, do this. Uh, uh, for me, a lot of my work, or almost all of it, is done asynchronously via email. I send files to somebody. They do something with the file, and then they send it back to me with comments. And I either do something else with it, or I'm done. But, you know, it's non, it, it's collaborative, but it's um, not real-time collaborative. And so I have editors that I've never video chatted with. You know, there's just never been a reason. If they have any, if they ever need to question something, they can either send it to me as an email or call me on the phone. We don't have to get face to face to, you know, answer a question or something like that. So I've had, I don't think I've ever video chatted with anybody at uh, the Houston Chronicle. So I don't know. It's weird. It's like, Mac Observer? Oh yeah, all the time. Those guys, they're all they're all uh they're all on Discord and Slack and you know, we we they have a video meet when when I was uh, actual like working for them. We have a staff meeting every day on Zoom. Everybody goes, you know, at eleven o'clock, we all gather together for our staff meeting and everybody's there and it feels pretty much like gathering in the break room for a quick you know, check-in meeting. Um, so, you know, I've seen it, I've seen it both ways. I, I think it's workable. I think that, uh, if that's how you want to structure your life and, and, uh, manage your career, you probably can find a way to do that. I, I think if you're not a person that wants to go somewhere and be there for 50 hours a week, uh, there's more options now than ever before for doing whatever it is you want, but not necessarily in a big room full of other people doing the same thing at the same time. I think that, you know, is going to give people a lot more options. Um, and maybe a lot of people 
options that weren't available 20 years ago. Yeah, used to be you kind of had to, if you wanted to have a career, you had to go to work somewhere and do something. Uh, it was pretty rare for people to, you know, be independently earning stuff. I mean, freelance writing is kind of an exception or freelance art directing or, or creative stuff. But other than that, there, there wasn't a, you know, there weren't a lot of paths that didn't lead to a big company. Um, and then, you know, rising up the ranks in the big company. Which okay. So I think, so, so, I mean, you, you're making a lot of interesting points. So as someone who has worked in two industries that are, have not necessarily been, you know, eight to five, go to the office dependent kind of thing. What would you tell you know, the young people coming along now? And, and keep in, keeping in mind that, that the kids today are a whole lot more tech savvy than, than you know, any generation ever before them. Any particular skills that you think they should be developing or honing um, or any, any yeah, I, I don't know what other word to use. What, what should they be focusing on to try to make themselves more marketable in, in a world where you know, technology is now prevalent? Uh, well, uh, the same things I, I told my kids. Um, omit needless words. So, like, both kids, like, have dusted off their resumes recently. And one of the things I said was, it doesn't have to be very long. It just hit on the salient points. People don't want to read three pages of your resume, just bullet points. Um, tighten up every communication you have with somebody that you're trying to, you know, do business with. Most people are too verbose they they use a lot of needless words and inflate things that don't need to be inflated and most people appreciate uh getting to the point in brevity so my one piece of advice for young people would be <clears throat> learn to edit yourself and then do it you know just don't ever send any first drafts out sit down and look at them and say to yourself what words don't matter and then remove those words and you'll find that, you know, sometimes it's up to 20% of what you wrote doesn't need to be there. And if you're trying to impress somebody that you're savvy and business-like, getting to the point faster will be in your best interest. Another thing is with these video chats is dress appropriately, um, turn on a light or two, you know, uh, things like that. Of course, I'm disobeying myself. I'm not very well lit, but I'm at a point in my career where I don't care. If you care, you should be in front of a neutral wall. You shouldn't have a lot of crap behind you <laughs> to distract the people you're dealing with. Uh, <clears throat> you might want to have good lighting. It, it is probably in your better interest to have a headset or microphone or uh, ear pods, something other than the mic in your computer, which can often be difficult for people to hear. Um, things like that, little things th that really matter. You know, if you're going to deal with somebody over a video connection, make sure you look and sound as good as you can um, and have, you know, the, the best presentation 
possible. If you were going to present to a room full of, to a conference room full of people, you'd put on a nice shirt, you know, maybe better shoes that day and uh, you comb your hair a little, stuff like that. Well, you should do that before you get on a video call. Um, I've seen a lot of people that are in their pajamas and sweatpants and, you know, just it, it, it shows, I, I don't know. I wouldn't call it a lack of respect, but it, it is kind of. So, you know, the more important the person you're dealing with, the more I, I think you might want to put on a shirt with a collar or a, a nicer pair of sweatpants. <laughs> yeah, first impressions count. And and so, you know, with your writing and with your appearance and your speech when you when you uh, meet with people on, on video calls, uh, be as professional as possible and put your best foot forward. Wear you your best shirt. You surprised me um, because a lot of that advice with just a couple, very few exceptions all sounds pretty old school. And, and, not, and I don't misunderstand. I don't disagree with any of it. But I've, I'm not sure what I was expecting, but I didn't expect that. Well... I don't. I can't give kids any advice about tech. They know more about it than I do already. You know that's why I'm going to retire soon. I'm getting too old for this. The kids know all these hip new apps and things, and I don't know. I can't keep up. There's just too much going on, and so I don't have a lot of tech advice. I mean, my advice is is the stuff I know, which is write clearly and concisely. <laughs> And uh, put your best foot forward and, you know, I, I uh, always use Apple computers, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. And, and don't laugh and make fun of people who don't use Apple computers. I, I've found that you make more friends if you don't call them morons. Uh, you know, I used to say stuff like... Uh, Dude, you just bought a dull computer. <laughs> I mean, I was not very PC, PC, po uh, politically correct about PCs, you know, <laughs> or people who use them. Um, so let's talk about technology for a minute. Got any cool tech that you just like have uh, acquired recently that tickles your fancy? Because I, I, of course, I do, but that's what I live for. That's like my job. Well, that's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's sort of both of ours in, in some ways. And, you know, that's that's my question to you. I guess my the, the, the thing that I'm most excited about recently um, is my is my new iPad mini. Um, I just I love I love the mini. I love the size. I love the power. I had a mini before and it was you know, it was aging. There's no question about but it. But now it's um, got an M processor, which makes it awesome. Yes. Yeah. My, so, my other computer. Not the one I'm using at the set, the moment because I'm going to transition to it. But my other computer is a MacBook Air, M-powered MacBook Air, and I love it. It lasts for like 70, 71 months on one charge, I think. I charge it, and it goes two days before I need it, three days sometimes. Uh, it's unbelievable. So, yeah, that's one of the things I really like. Another thing I really like is, you know, I said I got an iPhone 13 Pro Max, right? And it's battery. If, if nobody's been on Mac Voices to say that the 13 Pro Max battery is the longest lasting 
iPhone battery ever by a lot. Let me be the first. It's unbelievable. Um, I just wrote about it last week, but you know, my iPhone 10, I couldn't make it to dinner time most of the time without topping off. I mean, if I didn't charge during the day at dinner time, there was zero. <clears throat> I used a 12 Pro Max while I was writing the last version of iPhone for dummies, and it would make it usually to dinner or past, but not by much. You know, it wouldn't make it to 11 o'clock at night with 20 or 30% left. It would, if it made it that late, it was hitting zero before bedtime. Um, the 13 Pro Max has never run out of juice before I went to bed, no matter what. I mean, I've topped it off on some days, but most days I don't bother because I know I don't have to. Uh, and it still will have 20, 30 or 40% left at bedtime. And to me, that's nirvana. That We're there. I don't need better than that. I can charge it when I sleep. If I can charge it when I sleep and it stays charged without more juice the whole time until I sleep again, I'm good. But sometimes I don't charge at night. <laughs> and then I wake up and I have a 30% iPhone and, and I think, uh-oh, but I have things to do. And that's when this other thing I just got, which I really love, it's called uh, maglock battery from my charge. It comes in three capacities. I think, uh, like 18, 36 and 54 hour capacities for 50, 60 and $70. But here's, what's the cool part. Ready? That's my phone in this hand. That's my battery in that hand. And you just put it. I don't know if you, uh, you couldn't hear that, but a chime plays when it makes the connection. So you know that it's connected. And then in the pocket, in the purse, very strong magnet, fast charge, uh, no button to turn on or off. You just, it, 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 when, it, when it sees that MagSafe connector and makes its magnetic connection, it goes ding. And you can put it down and you're, you're done. But we're charging and... I just love that. It's like I have a million batteries, but none of them is that cool and easy. Um, so I'm really pretty pretty fond of the little MyCharge Maglock battery. Works with 12s and 13s. Uh, as long as you've got MagSafe, works with or without cases. So this is just a Pelican regular old case. It's not a – maybe it's MagSafe. I don't know. But it's – it worked with my other case, which wasn't MagSafe, as long as the case isn't too thick. But it's pretty cool. So I like those. I'm hot on those. Um, what else have I lately? Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Upstart, fair and fast personal loans. Go to upstart.com slash macvoices and find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments. I don't know anyone who enjoys receiving their credit card statements each month, and if you're carrying a credit balance month after month, you probably dislike it more than most. Time to do something about it with Upstart. Upstart is where to go to get a fair and fast personal loan, but not like other personal loan options. Upstart is all online and takes just minutes to apply, and it isn't just based on your credit score. Upstart looks beyond the credit score, taking into account your income, current employment, and credit history to find you a smarter rate. Applying doesn't affect your credit score, 
And if you accept your loan, the funds can be yours in as little as one business day, from $1,000 to $50,000. Get out from under your credit card debt today. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash macvoices. That's upstart, U-P-S-T-A-R-T dot com slash macvoices. Don't forget to use my URL to let them know I sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Upstart for their support of Mac Voices. Well, what is, do oh, you have? Do you have an iPad Mini? No, I just got I got a new full size iPad last year. And while I would love to have the Mini, and that probably will be my next iPad size, at this point, I don't really want another iPad, and I don't want to get rid of this one to get a Mini. So I'm going to use this one for a while, and then my next one will. My my previous one was a Mini, and when it wore out, I I replaced it with a full size. Which I'm pretty happy with, but you know, given my druthers, next time I think I'll go for a, a mini again. I hear it's like an iPad Pro, uh, more or less, but mini sized. It's like, boy, if they just put a phone in it, I'd get that instead of the Pro. You know, if they put the same cameras as the this phone, yeah, I'd carry that as my phone. <laughs> it's a nice size. Yeah, you, that's kind of what I'm waiting for. I mean, this is a much better camera than was on my old Mini. There's no question about it. But I would love to see the top-end cameras or something closer to the top-end cameras come to the Mini. Because I think then that could be an even more amazing movie-making device, uh, a dedicated movie-making device. But I also understand that the market for that is probably a little bit limited. So it's just the way it goes. Macro Macro photos on the new camera are amazing. Shooting like from inches away, incredible detail, incredible focus. It's just unbelievable that, you know, something that I carry around in my pocket all the time. What's the best camera? It's the one you have with you, which means for me, it's whatever iPhone I happen to own because I don't carry a camera anymore ever. I've got one. I've got a 35 millimeter camera here and lenses and stuff. um, And I might, break them out to do product shots of something like I've been doing a lot of woodworking. And so if I were doing product shots, I might, but I think my iPhone 13 pro max, uh, probably works just more than well enough for that kind of stuff. Uh, Here's something I just finished. This is my new thing. I'm making wooden speakers, little, little Bluetooth speaker. This is a personal speaker. It's, Small enough that you could almost stick it in your pocket, but um, made out of ambrosia maple and uh, paduk, I think. Or, no, rosewood, Brazilian rosewood. Sounds okay, pretty good, but it's really pretty. I'm making a bunch of those for uh, holiday gifts this year. So that's a bunch of know, different. The last time we talked to you, I think you were just starting to get into woodworking um, or as a bit more of a serious hobby and it looks like that has progressed. Yes, I'm in, I'm I, well I've been in, enrolled in uh various woodworking classes at Austin Community College for I think I'm in my 4th year now. I mean I'm not I'm I'm not in a degree program. I only take maybe one class a semester, 
but I've been taking classes steadily for three or four years. Uh, I'm learning to build cabinets now and, and uh, you know, hinges and drawers and stuff. It, it's, it's interesting to know how stuff like that works because I'm about to move. And in my next house, I now have dozens of skills I didn't have when I got to this house. And so I can look for different things in wherever I'm going to live next, knowing that I can do what I need to do the way I want it, like, you know, drawers and, and uh, uh, storage and shelving and all, you know, I can, I can make almost anything now, tables, chairs. So, uh, you know, in our next house, I'm going to be able to build a lot of the things that we, you know, a lot of the things that we don't uh, necessarily want to schlep from Austin and put in a house they might not fit in. You know, it's like we've got a lot of stuff here that if we if we downsized our house wouldn't be the right furniture. Like we've got a huge dining room set that's just beautiful and I love it so much, but it means then we've got to go look for a place that's got a room big enough to accommodate all of this furniture. So I don't, I, I mean, I think I'm going to build the next one and it'll be exactly the right size for the room it goes in. You know, I'll get a beautiful slab of wood and I, I can make a beautiful table. Um, and I could build chairs. I'm learning how to build fine furniture. That's like after cabinetry, fine furniture. I'm building a, uh, uh, leather, uh, lace, um, bench. It's, it's like, a a one person bench, but instead of having a seat, it's got woven leather and you know, the whole thing is wood and it's very swoopy and pretty. Um, I'm trying my hand at that. I don't know. I, I, I think I can probably pretty soon start to build furniture, more furniture. I can do shelves, bookshelves. I've done, uh, wall units. I've done a entertainment center for the TV, uh, with storage for, you know, and that was kind of fun because I measured all of the components and I kind of designed the thing to accommodate the components where I wanted them rather than, you know, buying something and trying to adjust the shelves just so, or whatever. Um, this was just big enough to hold everything, but not so big that there's lots of empty space inside um, with place for airflow and wires, you know, cutouts for the wires. It was fun. So I like doing that. Uh, I'm going to do more of that going forward because I can't bear the thought of writing uh, the same book one more time next year. Um, I think I'm done writing books. Uh, I don't know, maybe not. But you're keeping up the articles. Oh, yeah. I don't think I'll ever stop. That's that's so much fun. Uh, I Don't tell the Houston Chronicle, but I'd probably pay them to write a column every week. Or, or Mac Observer. Yeah, don't tell Brian. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Nobody spill the beans, please. Well, and before we go, I want to make sure that folks know that they can hear you on a regular basis now on the Mac Observer's Daily Observations. Every Thursday, you seem to stop on by Thursdays. And yeah, share some share some wisdom. It's a new thing. It's um, I love Kelly. She's such a good host. She really 
um, is fun to do a podcast with. And so when they asked me if I would like come on once a week, um, I don't want I, I, I don't want this to sound like I'm ungrateful. And, and so I said, how much does it pay? And he said, just, you just do it to promote your column. And I said, okay, I'll do that. And, and the truth is, I don't mind. I do it every week for free because it's fun. Um, and as I tell Kel- Kelly all the time, I love podcasting, but I don't want to be a podcaster myself. I mean, that's just so much work. I said, this is the way I like to do podcasting. I get to my microphone at a given time every every Wednesday. We tape a show for a half hour, and then you go do all the work. It's perfect. It's the way I love podcasting. So I love podcasting when you do it for me. And that's why I love being on your show, Chuck, because I don't have to do anything except put on a clean shirt. And comb your hair and, you know. All the stuff you were oh. recommending to the kids, right? I don't have much hair to comb. <laughs> Bob, it's been great catching up. I, it, it's been way too long. I don't know. I feel like we've all been living in a time warp the last 18 months. So I remember to... doing the time warp. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I set you up for that, didn't I? Um, so It's just a jump to the left. Yes. So Mac Observer, where you can find Bob's column. Um, the Houston Chronicle, where you can find Bob's column Thursdays on Mac Observer's Daily Observations, and uh, still doing, although that may be sunsetting, uh, the some of the uh, For Dummies books on Apple devices. Yep. This year's all? models will all be out. There's going to be a Monterey for Dummies. There's an iPhone for Dummies 2022 edition or 2021 edition. Um. You know, all, all there's there's been 16, I think, or 14 editions of iPhone for Dummies, and the majority of them are called iPhone for Dummies. So <laughs> it's like, which one is that? They don't say because there was no way. We, we didn't want to name them for the iOS th- version. We don't want to name them for the current iPhone numbers because who knows what, you know, like XR and XS, and it, it got really... So they just went with really generic iPhone for dummies, iPhone for dummies. So there's 14 ISBNs that are called iPhone for dummies. Hmm. I'm not so, doing 15. Next time they can find someone else. I'm tired of it. But if a cool new title came along, like, you know, I don't know, uh, Augmented reality goggles for dummy. Apple augmented reality goggles for dummies or something. Uh, I might, I might come out of retirement for a project like that where it's not, you know, rewriting myself for the umpteenth time. But other than that, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to uh, spend more time covered in sawdust. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Hey, whatever makes you happy. You know, that's. That's what, that's the other piece of advice for kids is find something that makes you happy and try to make that your vocation. You know, like I like to write, I like to, uh, create things. And those are all things that I get to do. You know, it's like now I can create things out of wood. Uh, before that I created things in garage band, uh, musically 
and I wrote things. And, you know, for me, being able to create things, to make things out of whole cloth, um, was, was my passion. You know, I, I, for a while I wanted to be a record producer and I managed to, you know, along the way of being a tech writer, work that in pretty, pretty often after the introduction of GarageBand. It's like I used to go to the Apple used to have me come to their store uh, to do GarageBand demos. And every Wednesday at 7 p.m., I would go to the store and I would record Rockaway Beach by the Ramones. And I would play all the parts on a MIDI, MIDI keyboard and my guitar. And I would sing all the parts. And then I would jump up on the genius bar with my guitar and play the guitar so <laughs> I am the only person I believe that's ever been invited to jump on the genius bar at an Apple store and play a guitar. Maybe not, but I think so. And so, I, I, you know, the things that I've done with my career have been based on what I like to do, which is write things, uh, make things, create things, use my hands, make music, and, and I've I've managed to you know, find a, a way to incorporate all of that in what I do every day for, for work. Like for, for months, I was doing nothing but producing music because I was writing GarageBand for dummies. It was living vicariously as a record producer by selling a book about audio production software. So find what you love and see if you can find a way to make a living in that, in, in that field. You know, if you love to cook, become a chef, cook for people. I love to cook for people, but I've worked in restaurants and I know it's not for me, but you know, if that's your pet, my daughter's a trained, uh, classically trained chef and she loves chefing. Um, but she loves snowboarding more young people, right? She's constructed her, her life. So she works, uh, when the ski slopes are most crowded and doesn't work on those days like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, when the slopes are empty or less full and she can, you know, cut through the, the fresh powder better. So, you know, she's, she's found her passion and found a way to accommodate the lifestyle she wants, which is skiing on the days that other people don't or snowboarding. She doesn't ski. She snowboards. Sound so like that's what you should do, kids. Snowboard. <laughs> no. Yeah. Find your passion and find, you know, find what makes you happy and then figure out a way to make that your vocation and, you know, to live your life like that. Sound advice from Bob, Dr. McAvoyus. Tell him Bob, Uncle Bob said so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bob, thanks so much. Great to have you. We got to do it more often. Uh, as, Anytime. As, as, Anytime. As, Hopefully things are And next back time up. I'll actually be on time. Well, no, that 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 whole thing well, we're not gonna get into that, but that whole thing was my fault. I apparently can't do time zone I, math. So I don't think so. I think it was me, but well yeah, I'm time I'm time zone impaired. Yeah. Well, we got it done anyway. <laughs> we sure did. That was great. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Always, as always. a pleasure. Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices. We'll be back with more. And that will include Bob, Dr. McElvitis, a lot more often, I hope, as our schedules can uh, fit together and we can work out our time zones. Until the next time, and as always, thanks for watching.
Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.